Hi, I'm Dawn Zelay Abernathy, and you are listening to TV Confidential with host Ed Robertson. Ed Robertson with a reminder that Paul Robert Coyle will join us at the top of the hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we will close out our first hour by playing part two of our conversation with Emmy Award-winning actor Kevin Speardus. Kevin Speardus, the actor known around the world among viewers of daytime television as Dr. Craig Wesley from Days of Our Lives. Kevin Speardus is also the star and co-creator, along with Michael Slade, of After forever after forever the multi emmy award-winning digital series that has not only won critical acclaim for its portrayal of gay men in their 50s but has been recognized for its unflinching honesty in dealing with loss the first two seasons of after forever are available for viewing on demand as is the standalone special riley's unforgettable school project michael slade kevin's collaborator on both days of our lives and after forever passed away Sunday, December 27th, Kevin Speardus is dedicating his appearance on our program in Michael's memory. How did you go about writing each season of After Forever, Kevin? Did you have an A to Z arc in mind for each season and then segment it? Or did you start with A and let the story or the characters determine how you got to Z? Well, Michael had had great experience and and a great muscle, if you will, in writing and structure, and uh, that was, thank God for that. Um, we both had tons of ideas and tons of possible scenarios and scenes and whatnot, but what we knew we wanted to do in the first season was tell the story of Brian and Jason and, and how Jason dies and how Brian moves through that, and it's all kind of interconnected. It's a short-form drama series, by the way, for those of you who are listening and haven't seen it. It's, each episode is about 10 to 11 minutes, approximately. There's eight episodes. You can binge each season in less than an hour and a half. Yeah. And so each one of these episodes is like a mini-movie. The episodes tell a full story within that, and then there's an overall sort of arc to each of the stories that you tied all together with the last episode. And those were plotted out very specifically. We did, however, have a list and like a folder of, if we do a second season, if we go there, we'll put this in. If we go to the, another season, we'll, you know, we'll put these. So all these ideas became in a folder, which were not put into, because we had to be very, very discriminating against what fit and what didn't fit into each story. And, um, you know, uh, <laughs> it, I can only say this. Michael knew the love I had to create a character like this that I played in Brian Stone. And he knew my potential and the acting potential and, and what I could do with a part. He felt, after I won Outstanding Lead Actor for season one, he came to me and he said, I always knew you had it in you. I'm just so grateful that we kind of came together so we could help create this character that could elevate you from some of the roles that you have not been given that opportunity to. And that is one of the greatest things I will ever take with me. Because the day he sent me the very first script, after we, after we created all of the story and all of the scenes and all of the episodes all sort of mapped out, I said, okay, now how do we, how do we write this? So I come here tomorrow and we start dictation and I ha- have a pen and you have a pen. And he goes, why don't I take a pass at this? And he did. And he 
sent me the script about a week later, the first episode, and I wept because it's everything I dreamed of. And it's yeah. right there on the page, and it's right there in episode one and all the following episodes. I understand you had a direct hand in recruiting many of the familiar faces that we see uh, playing the various uh, supporting characters on After Forever. We both did. We both did. You know, in the digital world, you are your own boss. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are your own you're your own boss, yeah. you're your own creator, you're your own casting director, you're your own... We do it all. And and Michael and I, from the very beginning, we made it a pact to take this project on and be 50-50 down the middle, mm-hmm. whatever it was, because we had not really gotten to know each other until the last couple of years, because it was just a working collaboration. It was a creative collaboration, and we were, we were um, really uh, dovetailing beautifully with our artistic views. Um, but uh, when it came to casting and it came to, to who would we want to play? And, and, we, and the biggest permission we gave ourselves was, let's just write it down. Let's write everything we want in the season and let's go for the biggest stars we know. And, you know, and we had to alter and tailor only according to as it would be revealed to us. Um, one of those uh, people I... I'm very proud to have recruited is my my old pal uh, Mitchell Anderson, who plays Jason Adams, and he uh, he had retired from showbiz mm-hmm. and moved to Atlanta with his husband, and he was a star on Doogie Howser and Party of Five and other TV movies of the week, and uh, we were we were good friends here in California, and we were we were climbing the ranks in our in our acting career together, and then he moved to Atlanta and opened uh, two restaurants. And I said to Michael, who do you think of when you see Jason? He goes, I don't know. And I said, what if we got Jason to be played by Mitchell Anderson? And he said, didn't he leave the business? And I said, I think he might just come back for this. And it was just in my heart of hearts. And I sent him the script, and I called him, and I said, you got to do this. And he goes, oh, Kevin, I don't know. I said, just read it. And he called me back within an hour, and he said, I'm in. And, um, you know, I think we both have shared with each other it, it so far, it's been the highlight of our careers. And um, in 2019, when I got up on stage and accepted my Emmy, I brought him on stage with me and I shared it with him. I do have the Emmy Award here in my house. I keep it here. But I do share it <laughs> with, my, with my fellow nominee, Mitchell Anderson. It was a joy. But Michael was close to Anita Gillette. I knew Katie Huffman, Tony Award winner Katie Huffman from Broadway's Producers. Uh, Lenny Wolpe joined our cast. Mary Beth Peel in season two came aboard. Um, you'll recognize her from The Good Wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Urie came on first season. We just had an incredible uh, group of friends who we didn't have to really beg them yeah. because they read the material and they said, sign us up. How could we turn this down? And it turned into just such a, it's, it still is a great ride. This, this next year will be the navigation of how we do this with Michael in spirit and um, how he will be missed and how we will continue to keep the legacy moving forward. And as, you, and as Kevin uh, just mentioned, you do have a blueprint in place. So season three is written. It's just a matter of when it's safe to film and produce the show in this new uh, brave new world that we're still navigating mm-hmm. our way 
through. But in the meantime, season one and season two of After Forever available viewing on demand on Amazon Prime, as is the standalone special, Riley's Unforgettable School Project. For more information, afterforevertheseries.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Before I forget, I wanted to just let people know that you don't have to see this two seasons to see Riley's special. And you don't have to see the special to have no. You, you, they're all single standing. And, you, um, yeah, you just you just anticipated one of my questions because I, I was going. I was going <laughs> no, no, because I I think alike. Yeah, no, because I watched Riley first, and then I binged watched uh, season two. So oh. I mean, I, I suppose logically I should have done it the other way around. But as you said, I, I felt I got to know the character. That, that, that's what's so clever about. Riley's Unforgettable School Project because it introduces the characters in a in a different format and so yes. when I went and I and I watched like the first four or five episodes of season two and it I, I found myself nodding because I was remembering okay they sort of established that in the special so it's very, it was very very clever the way you guys did that. Thank you. I, I think also people have actually also said to me they watched before we had Riley's Unforgettable School Project. They had watched season two before they had watched season one. Now, for some reason, they had confused it and thought they were watching season one. <laughs> but, um, but they all, because of the way we tell the story and because of the way we jump back and forth from flashbacks to present time and to individual scenes where I am walking by myself with Jason, and there are other people around in the world, but it's me talking to Jason, you figure out that, He's conjuring these things up. He's fig- you're figuring out when there's three people in the scene and no one's talking to Jason except me that he's sort of this imagination or he's a ghost or he's a spirit who is, who is really being in my mind. And I have to say that element, even though it's not reinventing the wheel, we, you know, it, um, it, it's not a new idea. Um, there are characters in stories all over that are yeah. gone and they come back and talk, but the way in which we found that tool to express the story, I'm very proud of that. And I'm very proud of every single one of these seasons and this special episode. It's, I, I know so far it's the greatest work I've ever done. I, I pray that Michael's going to come channel through me and we're going to continue to do great work with him as I go forward. But we were so proud of this project. And to step into that, um, one of our investors in season one said, uh, you know, here's what you should do. You should just shoot the pilot and then sell it to HBO or something. And, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll take that to Michael. I'll, I'll take that back to Michael. And we both were very clear we were not going to just shoot the pilot. We shot each season in 12 days. Mm-hmm. And as long as we were in the kitchen, we were going to shoot all the scenes that were going to be in the kitchen for each season. And if we were in the bedroom, we were going to shoot all the scenes that were going to be in the bedroom for each season and edit it all together. It, took, it would take just as long uh, to film it all as it would one episode. So we were very clear that we were going to stay in charge of our vision and offer what we wanted to tell, the story that we wanted to have out there. And, you know, you sell something, you lose a lot of control to it. You lose a lot of ability to step in and say, ah. And then they probably would recast me. So I don't know. <laughs> no, we, we, yeah, we, wouldn't that, we would not want that to happen. And, the, and, the, and doing it the way you did, it does take advantage of the fact that there are a lot more platforms out there 
for a show that you can do the way you conceived it and shoot it and produce it the way you want it done so that it reflects your and Michael's vision. Yeah, and thank you. And I, I mean, you said, like you said, there's so many platforms out there now. There's so many ways to, to introduce content. And when GLAAD presented us with this special recognition award, they didn't have a place for us. We didn't fit into any of the categories that they send up nominees for every year. So we had fans from GLAAD who came to see the show or who would write me and say, oh, this show, you know, we've got to do something for this. And they were very supportive from the very beginning. Um, but it was this year just, um, well, you know, Michael died on the 27th of December. His birthday was December 30th. He died just three days short of his 69th birthday and, and just four days short of us launching the project. They were very, very thrown by that. They, they just were so devastated, as we all were. And when we got the call that they were going to give us a special recognition award and that um, they were giving that to several other projects as well, uh, you know, we were just so, we were over the moon. We were just over the moon. And I think if you've got a camera out there, you are a content owner. You can make content anywhere you want. You mm -hmm. can make it for as long as you want. And, and I just, I encourage people who are out there and they, they're asking why and they're asking how do you get it done? I just say do it. I say if it's truthful and it's personal and it's from your heart, you can never go wrong. You can always go right. And that's, that's what Michael and I did. And Michael was ready to deal with that part of his life about his loss in an artistic way. And I was the lucky recipient. And the fact that we crossed paths in that gym, you know, six years ago, from having worked in a project years prior that I didn't even know him personally, you know, that's like the universal crossing point. That's fate, that's preparedness, meeting opportunity, that's all of it put together. And um, uh, I always joke, I could have been on the moon and he would have bumped into me. You know, that's, that's, it was, after forever was supposed to be born, and, um, and we did that. Kevin Spiritus is the star and co-creator along with Days of Our Lives writer Michael Slade of After Forever, the multi-Emmy award-winning digital series, seasons one and season two, available for viewing on demand, Amazon Prime, as is the standalone special Riley's Unforgettable School Project. Kevin Spiritus, I hope you will visit us again on TV Confidential. Thank I, you for spending part of your day. I, I, would, I would love to visit you again, and thank you so much. And I just want to say to all, all the uh, listeners right now, while you're staying safe, please continue to be kind and loving to each other. That's all we can do. Paul Robert Coyle will join us when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Linda Day George. Diane Cannon. Donna Mills. Richard Benjamin. Michael Bell. Joan Van Ark. Thank you so much, Joan. I, I really appreciate this. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again. Well, I hope so, too, and let me tell you, bravo to you, kudos, for doing your homework. That's all I got to say. Thank you, hugs. That's TV Confidential, every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. You can now purchase T-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash tvconfidential. 
cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.